when Kamala Harris said, I'm speaking, every woman knew and felt exactly what she was talking about. But I don't believe that any of us are saying that because we believe that the other people in the room are malicious. We believe in our ideas. I think that's what comedy taught me. I think that's why those ideas that come in bursts no matter who you are on any team should be seen as relevant. It shouldn't be seen as coming from anyone. I was once told to stop interviewing for the job I already had. And that makes sense. If by getting hired, you are seen as credible. Again, that's what comedy did for me. People see comedy very differently than I do, I think. I once did a class for seven girls on how to do comedy, and it was less about how to write a joke and more about how to stop apologizing for what you're going to say before you say it. Lead with your best stuff. And use as little words as possible to do it. Sometimes you have to sharpen your words. And sometimes you sharpen them so much you scrape the faces of the people around you. Maybe that's part of my problem. Sometimes I'm too blunt, but that's the way I grew up. In Wisconsin, if you're not blunt, people stop listening to you, and I've found that that's generally true outside of the state. In general, I see women prepare other people for what they're about to say instead of just saying it. It's what gets me in trouble, but it's also what makes people laugh. Laughter comes as a surprise. If you flip something on its head and say something that's unexpected, people tend to remember. what makes a joke a joke the surprise thinking of something differently I think it's why I was a good comedy writer the industry went with a different view of the importance of women telling a joke. Maybe it's a no joke.
I don't know. Comedy is brutal. In fact, it's what makes a good comedian. The ability to be brutal. Unapologetic might be a better term, but it's the same thing. If you give someone too many clues about what you're going to say, and they guess it first, then the punchline is gone. The longer your setup, the better the joke better be. But when you're excluded from the discussions and your ideas are just told to you as, well, your ideas don't fit into the discussion, then why ask my opinion at all? I quit wondering that a long time ago and just started giving it. I think that's why I ended up doing comedy. what I realized is that nobody is looking at my hair and nobody cares what I look like if the idea is good. And I have found that if I state the idea in a way they can repeat it, in a way that's different than everyone else says it, then I'm often heard more. People think comedy is stupid. It's actually based on intelligence. And it's based on exclusivity. That's why inside jokes are the most coveted jokes that we have. Because when you say something and people laugh, it's a way of agreeing. And if it's obscure enough, the only people who agree are the only people who agree with you. So it ends up being a very exclusive club, what you laugh at. I think that's what makes comedy audiences so fun. I don't want all of them to laugh at my jokes. I only want the people who would be in my group to laugh. I'm not talking to everyone that's in the room. I'm talking to the people who will get it. And I've learned that that ratio is generally less than people would assume. I think that's why I'm so excited that we took all the video gaming and dimension of weird nerd codes out of the idea that I can say something that's listenable. And just like in a comedy club, when I get done talking, it doesn't just go to complete silence. They start a song. I think that's important. When I make reference to a Guns N' Roses song, 
you automatically know who my group is. And sometimes what I say doesn't match up to that group, but the song brings that group back together. It's interesting that I can talk whenever I want and publish it whenever I want and use the songs that are used by my group. <laughs>